Thanks for tuning into the podcast. This week's guest is Josh Hudson. Some of you might know him as the vice president of our school's National Honor Society. Um, things do get kind of political-ish, and you know, I try to be as neutral as I could in this one. Yeah, mostly I'm just trying to kind of get to know my guests a little better, you know? And also, the audio does get a little bit rough in some patches. Um, I just wanted to give you a heads up about that, and yeah, so I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, man, how have you been? Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah, man, it's like it's interesting. Is it very? Is it much different from what you're like normally doing? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, if I would have an off day, maybe not. But and it, yeah, like it's totally different from school. So. Oh yeah, I've seen like on Instagram, like um. Have you seen everyone else's, like, Instagram stuff? Like, have you been keeping track? Like those, um, uh, what's it called? Those, thing, like, the, the, like, bingo sheets that they do and the other things? Yeah, those things. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted to try one, but, like, I thought, eh. It's kind of, I don't know, I just didn't really feel like it. Um. But I have seen, like, some people have been posting stuff. Like, they just seem like they're having some kind of crisis. Because, like, like... Yeah, I would, actually, I would actually have to agree with you on that. Because my point of view is that they don't have... What they have is gone. Like, um, they, they, their life totally changed. In, I mean, actually, in just one night, it totally changed. And they don't know what to do they, they have, it's totally new to them so they're still trying to figure it out but they're also reminiscing over what they just lost but yeah i mean especially like like there were some people who were like super into the the high school tradition stuff like you know the stuff in all the high school movies you know like prom and all that like the stuff that like they were oh, super okay. looking forward to all that I mean, I know it seems kind of split, though, because not everyone is really complaining about it, but there are some I've seen that are having, like, in these long, long posts, like, paragraphs of just, like, distress and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, would, I mean, if I would boil that down, actually, to summarize why behind your point, like, just saying, like, the people who aren't posting those giant paragraphs or anything are actually just, they are found a way to be flexible and they found a way to adapt to the situation at hand. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I've also seen, like, some people, they're not just, like, upset that, um, you know, like, they're, the end of senior year was kind of, like, taken away, but I have seen some other people, like, not part, like, not much from our school, but I have seen, like, people are, are blaming, like, Trump for this. They're, like, if someone else was elected, then, like, like, and this whole thing was handled better, then maybe we'd still have prom or something like that. 
stuff to that kind of that kind of thing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at least for me, I would kind of disagree to some extent. I mean, not like I would still agree with them on the point that like Trump hasn't handled the situation perfectly, um, and I, but I also think that he's done some things right. Uh, in handling the situation. Um, like, I mean, even now, there's, I mean, his failures also show where we as a country are weak um, in an event like this, uh, where, like where we need to improve on in case, I don't know, coronavirus strand 20 come, um, comes around. And then from this, we actually know what to do and, uh, and something like this. I, I I'm kind of in the middle um, for both people. I don't I don't think that Trump did something did was completely right all the time. But I also don't think he was completely wrong all the time. When you said like like you mentioned like the country, like do you mean um like the culture, like people who are actually staying indoors, like staying um like doing social distancing, or do you mean like the government? Um, everyone. Um, yeah, so, like, as as a um, community or population of America, um, when something like this happens, um, the government gets a first-hand look at how their citizens will react. Um, and given that, um, we're, like, the Trump administration is trying to do the best to stay to get on top of this and, um, I guess, so to speak, uh, lower the curve um, or flatten the curve. But, like I said, I mean, I think as a community, it shows where we're weak um, and where we're strong. And the next year is coming up. We can improve the weak, uh, weak points so that if something like this happens again, we're prepared. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think it would take to get, like, like, for government, it seems kind of simple. Like, just, like, just elect people who you think would do the, like, the best job at this kind of thing. But I think the cultural thing would be a lot harder to, to achieve because it's not just, like, like, it's millions of people who all think differently. And, like, it seems like a lot of, like, a ton of people are, um, just kind of don't care about what the government says or what, you know, doctors are saying. Like, 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 there's been, like, a ton of videos of people going to parties and, like, like, I think in Florida in particular, there were, yeah, like, the tons of people. Beach, uh, everyone's going to the beach and partying. Yeah, yeah. And they're, like, well, I'm just going to live life to the fullest man. But, like, I don't know. Like, th- that seems way more difficult than changing stuff in the government. I don't know. What do you think it would take? Or what would have to happen? Um, honestly, um, incentive. Um, the main thing with someone like that who doesn't care, um, who is shameless, I guess you could say, um, how you get them to behave properly is not by shaming them saying, Oh, you should do what you need to do, or do what the government says. 
but rather touch them in a different way. Um, now, obviously I'm not saying like give their mom coronavirus, but um, you have to reach them in a different way to get them to change their habits. Um, if you continually say um, that your parents continuously, continuously say just like stay inside, do that, like one, the first thing kids' reaction is going to be is no, why would I do that? Like stupid parent, go away. Um, and two, like they just won't do it, um, especially because it's persistent too. They'll just be like, it doesn't matter. I've heard this before. So, um, so yeah, no, I think you have to, in order to change that, you have to touch them in a different way. Uh, you can't, um, you can't keep harping the same message. Um, it's just like, and it, it's actually exactly like, um, asking a question, right? So if you um, say something and or if you ask a question, I don't understand it. I'd say, can you explain that question? And you say it in a different way um, to, in order for me to uh, understand. Um, and I think this is the same way. You have to touch the um, people who are out partying in a different way in order to get them to act properly. Yeah, that makes sense. But it will probably take a while, though. Like, have you heard... I don't know, there's an, like, like, there's an analogy I've heard or something. It's, like, changing changing a country or the way that, like, the majority of people think is, like, turning a boat or something like that, like a big cruise ship, where it takes, like, forever and it's very difficult. But eventually, like, once it gets going in that direction, it'll, like, pretty much stay there. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems interesting how different countries are handling it. Because, like... Have you seen what Germany, um, like, how they've been doing with the coronavirus? No, I haven't. Germany, like, did, like, from what I've heard, it's, like, really no, like, really low numbers. It's, like, which seems kind of odd, because, like, you know, it's, I mean, Germany and Italy are in the same, like, general region of the planet. Like, they're in the same continent, I guess. But, like, you see Italy. Was it Italy? Yeah, I think it was them that had, like, just enormous, just so many cases. And they're having so many problems. But Germany is, like, killing it. And from what, at least from what I've heard people, like, saying, it's because, like, the people there are generally really, like, like, cool with the government. Like, if they say just, you know, let's do social distancing, then a lot of people will do it. But that's just what I've heard. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that comes down to uh, respect. Um, I'd say is they um, <coughs> they respect their government, and we don't. Um, at least a portion of us don't. So. Yeah, and you've kind of sounded like like you know, like Trump hasn't like been handling it perfectly. Like, he's been doing stuff, like, so are you more, like, do you lean more towards, like, you know, thinking Trump has done more of a good job, or, like, not so much, like, a good job? Um, I would say, I would say towards a more, 
a worse job. But he's no um, he's no Nixon. He's no uh, he's not he's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, he's done some things that are correct, like that are right. Now, building a wall kind of answers the question. That one um, doing some questionable phone calls um, and in his manner, in the manner that he did. Again, it's kind of questionable, um, but I would say it's kind of questionable about his character, his leadership skills. Um, I'd say he's, again, I would be more towards the, he's not doing a good job, um, but that said, I'd still, I'd probably low middle, or left middle, I guess you could say, um, if the two extremes were a good job and bad job, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it seems like, like, the odd thing with him is that, well, personally, like, like, I don't follow his, like, like, his policies and everything, like, I don't, like, I don't, like, go online every day and check out what he's been, like, doing for and signing and stuff like that. But it seems like, like, nothing too terribly drastic has happened, at least as far as I know. Like, there really could have been, but, like, it seems like just his, his, his personality is so unpresidential. He's, he's always, like, insulting people, and, like, you know, he's, he's always, like, going, having these Twitter rants, all caps, exclamation points everywhere, just, like, bam, 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 exclamation points, and just, like, you know, name-calling people that, like, it seems maybe just because of that, it makes the stuff he does seem a lot more stupid than maybe it is. Yeah, I mean, I would actually agree with you. Again, it comes down to um, the way you present yourself um, is actually primarily how, especially a nation as big as ours, how they view their leader is how you represent yourself and how you represent the nation. Um, and I think that's why so many Democrats now and some um, well, uh, independents are uh, <clears throat> sort of a, a, either hate Trump or against Trump because they don't they don't think he's right for the job. Um, so, and he's not again like they would think you. I I think that they would think that he's not a good leader. Is at least why they would say the things they did say about Trump. Yeah, yeah, um, do you remember much from, like, like, do you remember much of anything from, like, Obama's presidency? Uh, a bit, yeah. A bit, I don't know, like, personally, I don't really remember, like, I wasn't really into politics at all when Obama was in, like, was in office, but it seems to me, like, I don't know, I don't really have an opinion on him, because I don't really know much about him. But he seems to have done, like, an okay job. But mainly, like, the main reason that kind of, like, makes me think that is just because, like, he seemed like a president. Like, every time I saw him on TV, he gave a speech, and, like, you know, he... He has, like, a, like... Like, the way he presents himself is very professional and like 
you know, calm and collected, which, you know, is probably good for, like, if there's something bad going on. And a lot of people have been comparing um, this this coronavirus with some other outbreaks that happened during, like, during Obama's presidency. And it, it seems like those, I mean, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but some people have been saying that like those were worse like we're actually worse than what's going on right now but the public response was a lot like less crazy or you know like there was no social distancing then but we are doing it now so some people are theorizing maybe it's just of how like the presidents have handled it you know yeah yeah i could i could see that um I mean, a problem um, that I would say between the difference between our COVID-19 and um, Spanish flu or Black Death is that they didn't have the knowledge, technology, um, ability that we have today. Uh, part of all of this is social media. Um, pretty much when the outbreak occurred in Wuhan, is it, yeah, it's Wuhan, China, pretty much when the outbreak occurred, we got word of it. Um, the government had word of it right, almost, I'm pretty sure right when it came out, or right when um, cases started to arise and started to increase um, dramatically. And I think uh, our era of almost instant communication is a contributor to that. Um, or our level of technology is a contributor to that. Um, I think that's what it caused, it caused um, the reaction that it did. Um, like in, um, pretty much in, in England, when you take this for example, like people are burning down 5G towers because they think that the tower is spreading coronavirus. Yeah, I've heard of that. But that, that's all through media, pretty much. That's all through media, and that's why you see people stocking up on toilet paper or um, stock, like stocking up on random stuff or buying guns or burning down cell phone towers like, um, or like staying inside, not touching people. Um, that's why you see this stuff, because the media is kind of like a snowball effect, and I think... In general, um, this process as the response for the society, I'd say the general media, it's like the news media, is, um, are, or who are responsible for the reaction that you see today. Um, but I would say that the reason why COVID is not as lethal, or I wouldn't say lethal, I would say, um, not as widespread as Spanish flu or bubonic plague is because we have these technologies. We have um, the ability to cut ourselves off, um, the ability to test more people, and the ability to know or have the intelligence to know if someone is sick, maybe they shouldn't like touch them and then touch my face. So that's why. Yeah, that's true, and, like, 
don't know. I find the stuff with the cell towers really odd. Because, like, something, like, at some point, someone had to have been convinced that that's what's happening. Like, not just that there's some kind of conspiracy happening or just, like, there's some kind of electronically transmitted virus, but, like, like, I don't know, it seems so odd how someone would start thinking that's how it is. Have you heard the, like, like the tons of conspiracy theories about the coronavirus? Not, not a lot of them. No, I've only really seen, heard about the cell phone tower one, and then, um, the corona, like the, the beer. The like beer? Corona was linked to beer, yeah. So... Oh, dude, they're, like, they're incredible. There's, um, some people think that that China created the virus, that they were, like, it was created as a bioweapon, but it, they accidentally, like, released it, like, through some kind of, like, I mean, it, it's possible. You know, like, with conspiracy theories, I'm not super into them. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, a cons- I wouldn't consider myself a conspiracy theorist, but, like, there are, I mean, there have been conspiracies in the past that have been, like, yeah. confirmed, and it's possible, and I mean, like, I've never met the people who, like, work in the government, like, I, I haven't really seen much of what they do, so I can't really say for sure or not if everything that they say is true, but... Yeah, I'm not super into it, but, you know, I think it's good to, like, keep an open mind about that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right, I mean, I would say so, but, I mean, kind of taking Aristotle's approach is don't wrap yourself in to those things. Because um, that, that's when pretty much your mind kind of screws itself over. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say, I mean, like, be aware of them. Um, you could even believe some, but don't believe, again, like, the whole, whole that is like, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Because, um, yeah, because obviously Queen Elizabeth, uh, this was posted like, a long time ago, um, and one of my old teachers actually said this a lot. Was like the reason not to trust Wikipedia was um, because they said that Queen Elizabeth was a lizard. <laughs> uh, now that's a conspiracy theory, but you could say, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Queen Elizabeth was not a lizard." Uh, so yeah, no, I think you can indulge on some. But I also don't think you should indulge too much and believe everything, every conspiracy theory that you come across. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I've seen some people go completely, like, jump in, just pencil dive into the ocean of, like, stuff. Like, have you heard of the Anunnaki? No. You don't know what the, you haven't heard about the Anunnaki? Okay, no. basically, basically, the theory is, um, well, this is, well, yeah, okay, so basically the idea is that humans aren't from this 
humans aren't completely from Earth. The idea is that, like... Oh, like an asteroid came. When the, like, well, it's like, um, these kind of, these advanced kind of humanoid beings came to Earth in a space, in spaceships and stuff. And they combined their DNA with, like, monkeys and stuff, which, which resulted in us. And, and that's the idea. And, like, the, um, the things they use to back it up are, there's, like, tablets and stuff in, like, in Samaria, like, in Mesopotamia, like, that region, that show these kind of really odd, like, stuff. It doesn't really make sense what it is. It shows, like, these large beings that are kind of shaped weird, and they have little kind of, like, human-looking monkey things, like, on their laps, and there's these weird, like, things that kind of look like airplanes, but not really. And so, that's the idea, but, I mean, it's, it's kind of a stretch, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's a stretch, especially because we have so many scientific theories that uh, are, or like, are more, I would say, more plausible. Um, again, I would kind of relate it down to probability. Said, like, how probable is this actually occurring? Because, um, like, don't you think by now that, uh, I guess, because they are Anunnaki, um, don't you think they would make contact with us in some way if they created us and they see that we're becoming intelligent species? Like, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that they would come back? Well, their like their explanation for that is because um, there's actually a. I'm not sure if the, like I'm not 100 percent sure if this is true, but like there's some kind of it, it's not a planet. It's like it, it's some kind of rock thing, large like object that goes in and out of our like of the Milky Way or the. You know, our group of planets, whatever it's called, I forgot, but, <laughs> but, um, like, every few thousand years, it goes in and out. It, 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 that's just what I've heard. And they okay. say that's where, that's where the Anunnaki live. So, when the thing came close to us, like, like, the last time, that's when they created us. And then they went back to their object planet thing, and... Like, right now, it would be kind of, like, too far away to bother, like, coming back. Like, until yeah. the, the planet comes close again. Oh. But that's, that's just a theory, like, that some people think. I mean, that stuff is... I don't know, it's interesting to listen to, but... Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it, I, I, would, I would say I don't know either. I don't know... No, I, yeah, yeah. But the thing, what's also interesting is that, like, when people start m getting into that kind of stuff, like, conspiracy theories that are most likely not true, I know just kind of ridiculous, like, 
dinosaurs didn't exist. There's a lot of people who say that. Like, just stuff like that. I think it kind of, it hurts. It can actually be damaging in real life because when there's actual conspiracies that are most likely to be, like, true, then a lot of people probably won't believe, like, won't believe it because of the Bigfoot stuff. Yeah. Huh. yeah. No, I can I see how this affects that. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a hard problem to solve because, uh, obviously, in America, we say, you're free to say whatever you want. Um, so, but you can't, in doing so, I mean, like, I don't know, it's, it's a hard problem to solve. Uh, and I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Um, so, so, yeah. Do you think it's more of a good thing or more of a negative thing that we kind of have the freedom to say whatever we want? Hmm. I mean, that's, that's a good question. Um, I would say uh, to a certain limit. Um, you know, there's actually just one case. Um, I'll give you two. Kind of, uh, one that's kind of touchy, and one that's like obviously illegal. The one that's obviously illegal, um, and that should be legal, is like running up to an airplane or running up to uh, TSA and say, "I have a bomb strapped to my chest," and you don't. Like you, that, you're kind of playing with people, other people's lives. Um, and you could potentially be hurting other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that shouldn't be allowed. Now, um, a more recent case, actually, um, was a, uh, I don't remember where it was, but I remember I saw it on the news, um, basically this whole social distancing, um, like grocery store stuff going on right now. This woman asked this man to back up because he was quote unquote too close um, to her perspective. And instead of backing up, the guy like moved in and like coughed, like jokingly coughed, said, Oh, COVID, uh, sorry, and then backed up. Um, now, we would, most people would say that's a joke, but what actually happened after that was the attorney general, I believe, of the state, arrested him and said that he was, uh, like, basically he was um, spreading, or he could um, serve up to, like, three to five years because he was uh, basically part of this, like, terrorist, like, he could technically, it's technically, like, terrorist um, plot to, um, it's domestic terrorism to um, pretend or like to spread um, a biological weapon uh, and like the attorney general was like oh that I mean he doesn't know that or she doesn't know that he has COVID or not so technically yeah he is could be spreading um, something like that and for me I don't think, I don't think that at all. Uh, no. Uh, it's, 
three that's preposterous because you are now you're limiting someone so much to where they can't offend anyone. Um, it's it's kind of like um, our school where we we basically limited Spirit Day or Spirit Week so much that all you see is Tourist Tuesday. Um, you don't see we we can't do athletic um, day. We, we just can't do that. We, like, where your favorite sports um, team um, because it offends a certain party. It, but for me, everything you do is going to offend someone, uh, whether you know it or not, whether they know it or not. It's going to offend someone, uh, and a joke is meaning that some jokes uh, are meaning to offend the party. Um, and when you tell the joke that offends someone, yes, they can get mad, they can react in any way, that's free speech, but the person telling the joke shouldn't be arrested because that's freedom of speech. Now, now you're saying that Kevin Hart or... Um, Bird, or um, all the comedians who say something offensive should literally be arrested on the stage because they said something offensive to a party. So, personally, I I say that there in that case, there's a difference between a joke that is offensive um, and a joke that was threatening. Um, I would say there's a clear difference between that and that should there, for me, that's where the line is drawn on freedom of speech when there's a joke that is threatening. Uh, like, I have a bomb or fire uh, versus uh, COVID uh, or uh, uh, something else. So did the guy actually, like, cough on her, or what? No, I think he was just, he, like, coughed on his elbow. But it was, like, near her. Um, so, yeah. I think it was, actually, no, I think it was, like, he coughed on her, or, like, she felt the air touch her, or something like that, so. Well, I don't know, like, like, I generally agree with you with the comedy thing, but, like, I think with that that one in particular, I think, might have been crossing the line because, I mean, it's not just a joke. Like he's not just in, he's not just insulting her. He's more like you know, it's like a national like crisis kind of, and yeah. people are dying yeah. from it. So he's kind of like, I mean, I'm not sure. It's not really like any kind of assault or battery. I'm not. Or maybe it is, maybe... I'm not sure, it's kind of weird with that kind of thing, but... Like, I mean, yeah, with telling jokes, I think, like, that should not be... Like, people shouldn't be charged with criminal offenses for that stuff, but I think with that one in particular, um, it was kind of crossing the line. Yeah, I mean, I would have to disagree with you on that one, though, because, personally, I mean, I, I think that... Okay, yes... Yes, it was, like, it was such, it was a dick move to do that. Yes, like, he shouldn't have done it. Um, 
I do agree with you on that. Like, but to get first off to get the state attorney general involved, second off to accuse him of being a domestic terrorist um, for telling a joke. I don't think that should at all be um, okay. Well, yeah, like I think. Like, it wasn't, like, like, like a terrorist thing, and I don't think they, like, them, like, it should have been, like, that big of, like, a huge deal, where you get, like, you know, the higher-ups involved, but, like, I don't know, like, I, I think it'd be fair to give them something, like, I mean, because, like, he doesn't know if, if, like, like, if her immune system is weak or not, and he doesn't know if he has it. So that could yeah. have potentially gone sour, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I would still say that, like, there's no point in ruining that man's career over him telling a joke. Um, yeah, like, there's no point. I mean, maybe you put him on, like, probationary, like, he used to do volunteer hours or something, like, but that's, like, not on his record. Um, then I could, I could maybe agree with you on um, punishment that way. But, like, even then, um, we're such a sensitive society now that you can't, again, spiritually, you can't even have, um, you, you can't even, like, you can't even wear athletic clothes because it's offending um, the disability, uh, quote-unquote, it's offending the disability. Um, or the disabled, sorry, I should say, something the disabled, quote-unquote. So, I don't think it, we're just so sensitive that it's become kind of, um, I don't know, it's, it's become this, um, almost a point where society has turned into um, uh, the USSR, where um, the USSR do you, do you remember um, two years ago, our, I think our teacher, Dr. Evans, he said that, um, the audience members uh, would clap for the, like, it started at like five minutes and it works its way up all the way up to an hour. They would clap for an hour um, just to prove that they aren't, uh, or they're supportive of their communist leader. And if they didn't, then they would be, one, publicly ridiculed, and two, there would be spies in the crowd noticing who's not clapping. And then they would go and pick them up and say, you're against communism. And then they would kill them or arrest them for, like, stopping, stopping the clap after 10 minutes. Um, and I think this, where the things point situation is saying that we're almost becoming too sensitive to where we almost limit speech to the point of USSR. Um, like, so I don't think, I think we have to be careful. Uh, but I also think that people have to be more, I mean, obviously not understanding, but like just more thick-skinned, I would say. Um, yeah, 
more to explain. Okay, so like you've kind of been talking about um like stuff like jokes or like phrases and stuff like that. Um, but what about things like like ideas and concepts? Like do you think there could be a like like there's a line where there's some things that are just off the table that can't be like accessible to at least like like at least like at least in an easy place to find or something like that. Are you, are you talking about what's um, let's just say philosophy of Nazis? Are you talking about that? Um, yeah, sure, stuff like that. Okay. Um, no. Um, I would say no, because um, the reason why our government works the way it is, and how, and the reason why it works so well, um, and the reason why we're um, number one or have been. Number soon get surpassed. But the reason why we have been, been number one is because we have looked at our citizens not as numbers, but as people, um, and in the Kantian way, and saying that they are morally uh, autonomous individuals that can make their own choice, um, that can do their own things, um, and if they want to read the book about Nazis and become a Nazi empathizer, okay, but when they cross a line, like killing um, a Jewish person, or um, like when, when they commit a crime across the line in the uh, when they cross the line is when um, that idea um, should be punished, if that makes sense. So I don't. To conclude, I would say I don't think that you should um, ideas should be limited or they should be hard to find. Um, I would say that okay, let them be accessible because maybe someone wants to use it as an educational experience, um, and maybe someone wants to use it because all of these philosophies, all of these ideas are usually. Uh, I mean, usually, um, meant to um, produce happiness in some form, whether it's self-happiness, whether it's everyone is happy, or any specific group is happy, it falls in some form of happiness. Um, and, I mean, I'd say whatever it does for you, whatever, um, but those ideas should be accessible for someone to grow their knowledge uh, but it should be limited when they cross the line in a physical sense. So how would you limit an idea? You would um, I mean I guess one way you would is like the whole concept behind hate crimes. Um, so if you have the intent the intent is to kill um, this man because he's white. That's a hate crime. Uh, not not because he did something to you, not because you're going to get money out of it, but simply because he's white, or simply because he's Latino, or simply because he's African American. 
uh, that would be, and hate crimes are more, um, what's it, more severe, the punishment is more severe um, for hate crimes rather than just the normal uh, hate crime, or normal crime, obviously. So I think that you, that's one way to deal with a, an idea. Now, am I saying that you should do that uh, for people like Nazi sympathizers? Um, I mean, no, uh, because there are other ways that they would already get caught up. Um, like flying, flying the flag, or um, like, or killing a Jewish person, or um, creating a, a death machine. Like, there are other ways that our system already catches most of those people who research that stuff um, and plan to act it out. Uh, like, all the, like the serial killers eventually. Justice catches up to that. Um, so I, don't, I think, yeah, I think it's you shouldn't limit that stuff because there are already ways to prevent those bad things from continuing out. Um, but, but yeah, so uh, that's what I think. Yeah, and like one thing that I've seen a lot of people talk about. That seems very, um, it just seems very complicated to me is that you have, like, take something like YouTube or Twitter, right? Like, they can ban someone. Like, like look at what happened to Alex Jones, right? Like, he was saying some, like, like, he was saying a ton of stuff, and it's, it's kind of like, like, it's debatable whether, like, what he was saying was true or wrong or if it was good for people to hear. But pre he got completely, like, kneecapped from everything. But yeah. what people have been saying is that it's... Like, they had the right to do that. But he's been pretty much completely, like, shut out, like, censored. Which seems odd, because, like, I mean, yeah, he has freedom of speech, and I, I guess he still has his speech in some ways, but, I don't know, it's just, like, it's just hard yeah. to think about, like, what should, like, should the government be involved in that kind of stuff or not? Um, no. Um, the reason I say that is because, um... The reason I say that is because YouTube um, or other video, um, any any video um, or information displayer um, or producer um, is a private company. Uh, whether they're uh, in the news, whether they're on YouTube, they're feeding information in a private company. Um, or through a private company. And if that private company says that this is not a part of what you're saying, not part of the image that we have set for ourselves, um, I want you to leave. 
I think that it should be totally on the table. Um, but I also think that those private companies shouldn't totally limit um, anything, like er anything and everything that people produce. So, um, I don't know, like spewing out hate mail on YouTube. Um, yeah. Or like uh, hate speech on YouTube. Yeah, I would say that YouTube should have the jurisdiction to cut them off. Um, but if they're uh, reading tweets and then, or mean tweets, and then they're roasting them back, like a debate between like Wendy's and McDonald's, um, yeah, I think that that should be allowed. Um, and I don't think that YouTube should be like, this does not fit our image. I'm not going to allow you to display this. Um, I don't think that should be allowed. So I think where governments could get, could get involved is drawing that line for companies um, to say that you are allowed to do this, but you're not allowed to touch, to touch any of this stuff. Um, like basically saying that this, any of this stuff is actionable or you can act on, uh, but any of this stuff is not because that, that stuff that is, uh, or if companies have free reign, they could actually, uh, especially with the power that YouTube has, which is kind of almost dominating the online, uh, video media, I would say, I would say that it does. Um, is that they can control message. Whatever they want, they can control uh, if they're allowed to do that. Um, they could say that all Minecraft, Minecraft is a sign of the devil. They could say that, but they still, and they could totally shut up and cancel all Minecraft uh, videos. And I don't think that's allowed or should be allowed. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's where the government should and could um, get involved is blocking companies like YouTube or CBS or Disney from um, totally limiting or totally controlling the speech um, of an employee, uh, I guess, of an employee of that media or a means of publishing media through that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's a very weird situation. I mean, I think there should be some kind of different classification for certain companies, like like YouTube and let's take Twitter because Trump's always on Twitter. But like, like I think you know our government, like who our president is right now, is kind of. I mean, it was affected a lot by social media and the internet, you know? So I think, like, things like YouTube and Twitter have a bigger responsibility than something like Walmart or Target. Like, their role in our country is very unique compared to, like, like the other businesses. Yeah, I would have to agree. 
Yeah, so maybe there could be like um, a different classification of like certain companies. Yeah, it's not like whoever started YouTube is like, you know, a struggling small business owner. I mean, they can handle, like they're already handling all this responsibility. Like why not keep them, give them some regulations to keep them in check um, Yeah. to some degree. Yeah, no, I would agree because, I mean, Instagram, Snapchat, um, well, it's not, not really Snapchat. I mean, in a way, Snapchat, um, CBS, um, Fox News, um, YouTube uh, could all have the potential, has the potential to control what people think. Um, and actually, you even see this with the coronavirus outbreak. I think a lot of this stuff, or a lot of this fear factor, um, is because of how the media is covering the, the outbreak. Uh, I think they have to change the way that they cover stuff uh, because they're inciting fear in people. Uh, and that should not be the, the objective of media media should be the objective. The objective media should be to inform, not to incite fear. Uh, so, I think that the government should regulate those. And I, I do agree with you on that. They should regulate the, that stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and then, but then the, that also gets into the thing of, like, how do we decide, like, who decides what the standards are for these companies because like for some people like i bet for some people like they want the government to step in but also like they don't you know do they really want the trump administration like deciding what you can see or what companies have to do you know then there's all that thing like how you know yeah i mean i would still say I guess if if anyone takes anything away from this um, conversation now uh, would be if um, our government is set up specifically to prevent any tampering um, to prevent um, dumb policies from being created so like you have that's why we have a Senate. That's why we have um, the, the House. And that's why we have the system we have is because unjust laws uh, are prevented, um, are not, are won't come into existence. And even if they did, it wouldn't come into existence very long. Um, so I think even if Trump controls um, the way that media can cover or passes a stupid policy. The next president or the next president after that, and it's only be like, God, this law is stupid. I'm going to remove it. Uh, so yeah, no, I think it still plays out and irons itself out in the future. Um, yeah, that's what I think. And that's what I think people should take away is calm down. Um, because Trump 
can't really do it. Um, and purposely, yes, purposefully, he can't. Um, same with Nancy Pelosi. Like, just calm down and just let the election play out for your election or for the next election. If you don't like Trump that much, just vote for someone else. Um, but, but, but yeah, so I think that's what our system is about, is doing all of that um, and creating those laws and ironing them out over time. Um, and that's what I think anyone should take away um, from this. It's just, even if Trump passes a law that is super oppressive um, against the way that media produces itself, or the, the way that media produces its information, the next president, the president after that, so take it and abolish it, like destroy that law. Um, it's the system that we have, the factions that we set up, purposely set up to keep each other in check, to keep each other from oppressing someone else and causing disruptions. Um, so yeah, I say don't get too worked up by what Trump is doing. Don't get too worked up by what the government is doing. Just know that everything will fire itself out with time. Now, like slavery, things might take a long time to iron out, but it will. You have to give it time. So that's that's why I think anyone should take away uh, from this podcast or conversation. <laughs> Yeah, man, I hope, like, I hope, like, we take some good stuff away from this, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, um, I mean, I think it's, say, 39. Yeah, it's been, like, an yeah. hour, so, um, yeah, man, yeah, thanks for good. coming on. Yeah. yeah, man, thanks for coming on. It was real cool. Interesting yeah, stuff. No, thanks for having me. I actually kind of, I really enjoyed this, so. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool, man. Okay, um. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I mean, I guess next time we'll be out, we'll be in college, so, I mean, I mean, I hope you do well there. Thanks, yeah, I mean, likewise, well, likewise. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs>